From WSHU Public Radio, this is Capitol Avenue. Well, members, take your seats in the chamber so we can get started with our session today. I'm Ebong Udama, WSHU senior political reporter. In this podcast, we try to make sense of local and national politics and events by talking to the people who are directly involved. I'm speaking with Sacred Heart University political science professor Gary Rose, who has just published a book on the 2016 presidential contest called Haywire. It chronicles what Rose calls, quote, the most unconventional and outlandish presidential contest in the history of American politics, unquote. I started by asking the professor about his early fascination with presidential politics. You actually got to see JFK sure campaign did. in Connecticut yes, on the New Haven Green. New Haven. You were there with right. your parents. Yes. And uh, you pretty much <laughs> were bitten by the bug then. I was, yeah. And you have followed every single presidential campaign since then, and you've written a couple of books about it, but this is really comprehensive. This is uh, a real chronology of what happened as it happened. So having spent a lifetime covering politics, where would you place the 2016 election campaign? I think this just went off the chart. It went off the rails. That's what happened here, hence the title of my book, Haywire. The, the process just went haywire, and I think it's, I'm not so sure it's long term. Was it haywire on the, de- the Democratic side? Because I, I remember early on, we had a candidate, the former governor of Maryland, Martin O'Malley. He had the looks, he had the pedigree, he had the accomplishment, and yet his well, campaign didn't seem to go anywhere. Go and anywhere. then Bernie Sanders took off. Yeah, well, you know, so even even with the Democratic Party, I would say that there was something that was very different this time, uh, in that it started with a very clear front runner, someone who wasn't even supposed to be challenged, Hillary Clinton. And so then we had a 74-year-old socialist Democrat, if you will, or independent, I suppose you could say, from Vermont, white-haired, you know, pushing for single-payer health care, free college tuition, emerge as a viable viable candidate to really the Clinton machine. You paid particular attention to this campaign from the very beginning, and you said you, you also missed signs that Donald Trump would win, first the Republican primary and then the presidency. Why do you think you, you, were, you missed it? You were chronicling this as it was happening. I was, yes. You know, when he first declared... Um, I, like so many others, thought that this was going to be a short-lived sideshow. Um, you know, an, an entertaining figure, obviously controversial, but he was simply too controversial, too inexperienced uh, to manage campaigns. That I thought, and and to involve himself at such a high level of campaign, that I thought that his his campaign would be short-lived. One of the graphs that you have here, he was seventh in raising money. Yes. And yet he was mm-hmm. number one by far in Iowa. And that, yeah. this was in 2015, the fall of 2015. Uh, and it yeah. just didn't seem that money related to his poll numbers. Uh, why do you think that was so? The free media. I think that was really the key for Donald Trump. He was so different 
And there was, there was, as you well know, within the Republican Party, as I talk about in, in this book quite extensively, there was this desire for someone to come in from the outside and really shake things up. There was this um, this restlessness, I would say, within the Republican Party that was really ripe for a Trump candidacy. And you're right, he was behind other candidates in terms of fundraising, way behind, in fact. Uh, but yet at the same time, he was getting um, millions of dollars worth of free media time because of his outrageousness. And you know uh, as well as I uh, that those who attract the, the most attention and you know, are the most controversial Looking at the scenario right now, we have the president already starting his 2020 campaign. Mm -hmm. So what is actually going on here? Well, campaigns are starting earlier and earlier now. You say what's going on, I can tell you what, there's almost like no difference anymore between governing and campaigning. It's all blended into one. Well, we know that President Trump is campaigning. Who else is on the landscape at this early stage? There are rumors going around that John Kasich is is thinking about challenging uh, President Trump for the nomination. On the Democratic side, though, already I think we're starting to see some movement. Um, I know that Bernie Sanders seems to have have campaign-style events. Yeah, I know all the time now, yeah. And then, then I understand Mark Zuckerberg is now visiting Iowa and New Hampshire and key states. And so we're starting to see some some movement then among, yeah, even among these business people, you know. And then there's talk of Mark Cuban starting to meeting with people. I don't know how far that's going. But I don't see a lot of it, but, but there's some of it starting. So you don't think that um, uh, the fact that President uh, Trump has been so open about his campaign that hasn't damped down, uh, you know, uh, uh, enthusiasm well, no, of people you know, wanting to get into the race. I don't think so at all. And and one reason why is because he's at a 39% approval rating. You know, he is not obviously a very popular president. And when you're at a 39% approval rating, and that is, of course, the lowest approval rating for any since we've been polling for any any sitting president uh, eight months after his presidency. And so I think there are those who probably um, see an opportunity here to, uh, you know, to, to, to really make a move against him. Are you working on the 2020 version of no. this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I, this, this book took a long time to write. And, uh, because it's very, very detailed. It is. I mean, it, yes, it, it is. It, it, I live through this, and yet I, I, yep. I open the pages, and it's just these things jump out at me. I and it's did. like, yep. wow, <laughs> I remember these things. I know. Uh, uh, it seems like a long time ago, but, you know, it's, uh, it's really refreshing to have all this in one volume. It is a big book. It's uh, 758 pages or more. But uh, even though you say you don't want to write another one, I don't think the Donald Trump story is over yet. (laughs) So I I, I hope that uh, you are chronicling what's going on now and we will see a book down the line. Maybe so. Gary Rose is author of Haywire, a chronology of the 2016 presidential contest. Gary Thank you for joining us. Okay, my pleasure.